evening. It is Friday. It's just got half past seven. So it only means one thing. It is, of course, the Arsenal women's show. And tonight we are going to look back on last weekend's fantastic victory, of course, over Manchester United. Sold out Emirates, the first sellout in the WSL for Arsenal women. Fantastic that was. Great performance as well. So we're going to look at that. Has that put us back in the title race? Well, potentially. So we'll have a look at the title race as well. Um, of course, there is... Um, an international friendly going on tonight as well. The Lionesses are in action against Austria. So we'll keep a little eye on the score throughout the evening as well and see what's going on with the Lionesses tonight. And of course, when we come back from an international break, we've got a really big week coming for Arsenal, haven't we? Three games and the first three games after the break are going to decide our season, aren't they? So lots and lots going on. As always, we've got the guys with us. It's all going to come up the other side of this. <laughs> Is of course the Arsenal Women's Show, and we have got with us as always Andreas and Amar, who's nice and on time today. With a nice haircut as well, by the way. Thank you, nice haircut from uh, from Amar. Um, Andreas, first of all, good to see you again. Are you okay following your trip to London last week? Yeah, oh, <laughs> it was a fantastic weekend. So, uh, yeah, great match and, and experience, and uh, uh, wouldn't have wanted to miss that. Uh, was just great to be to be part of this really history making in in women's football. It was indeed history making. Indeed, we'll come on to the uh, to the attendance very very shortly. Of course, Amar managed to find a toilet on this this week as well, which was good, wasn't it? You had a yeah, good time last uh, week. Not, not difficult. Yeah, I just went the wrong way out of the stadium. Honestly, it's just so easy to go. Out. It's just the right. It's just so easy to find. I don't even need to go out on the ground. It's not even Omri. You just have to go over the bridge into the right. It's so easy to find. But that no, was good. It was packed, and yeah. Followed the men's team for a bit and then just went home. Now it was really good. It was a good day out overall. Yeah, of course, and obviously the the result no doubt helps. Of course, it does. It always does. Now, um, obviously the we kind of um, obviously the show last Friday was when the Chelsea Man City game was going on, and we were kind of looking at that. And mm -hmm. in the end, of course, Chelsea lost, didn't they, at home, which is very very unusual. And Man City looked very very strong actually in that game defensively, certainly. Um, but of course, that result for uh, Manchester City as kind of we knew that a win uh, over Manchester United was going to put us right back in that title race, you know, with just three points between us and, and Chelsea and Man City. So that's how big that game proved to be. And once again, like against Chelsea at the Emirates, what a performance we put in in front of a big crowd. It was just another brilliant Arsenal performance, wasn't it? Um, you know, we dominated the game, really. Yeah, some of the goals you could say are a little bit fortunate, the own goal, a penalty, even whatever. But overall, we fully, fully deserved that, didn't we? I mean, Andreas, that was another impressive Emirates performance, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And uh, once again, we um, we are doing better if our opponents uh, try to play football and not only park the bus in front of the goal. If, if, yeah, if we have an opponent like Chelsea, like Man United, uh, they want to create their own chances. They want to, yeah, to bring in on their own tactics and, and game plan. <clears throat> That's totally different to playing against uh, Liverpool or West Ham or or Spurs or yeah, London City Lions. It yeah, it's different for us. It opens 
It opened space for us. Uh, we had a good match plan, Jonas explained afterwards, that with uh, wide passes and, and long balls, uh, he wanted to come behind behind the United uh, back line. And this worked because, yeah, because they opened these spaces. And uh, yeah, the first five or 10 minutes, uh, it was threatening. I think uh, United was was better in the match. And uh, yeah, there was this one situation with, with uh, Laya's back pass when, uh, when Saps came out and uh, <laughs> fortunately, uh, fortunately she cleared the ball. But this could have been a very, very yeah, decisive situation after two or three minutes. If she gets the red card and we have to play 87 minutes with 10 players, yeah. But uh, after, I think, eight or 10 minutes, we, we ourselves grew into the match and we, we found the spaces, we found, you know, we found the solutions, and then we created a lot of chances. And in the end, uh, United must have been happy and thankful that they lost only 3-1. Uh, yeah. Would have been deserved. I think uh, Beth hit the post two times. Uh, then there were two one one versus one chances from from Stina. Well, Mary Earps reacted very good. Uh, so five or six goals for us would have been just deserved. And uh, that we couldn't keep the clean sheet. Well, that's that's normal Arsenal women business. But <laughs> in the end, I think uh, everybody was satisfied and was was great to be a part of this match and the atmosphere. And yeah, you could see that. That uh, it inspired the team, this this atmosphere that they they wanted to give that everything for for this uh, crowd, and it was just fantastic. It was, yeah, and I mean, I think when we first started playing more games at the Emirates a couple of years ago, what we found was, I mean, Jonas has mentioned it, hasn't he? When it was only maybe five, six thousand, ten thousand fans, and it created a little bit of a strange atmosphere. And we never really played that well generally at the Emirates, did we? We lost a lot of games there. And that was maybe one of the reasons. And now we're getting full crowds and, you know, great atmosphere in the stadium. It seems to have made a difference. And our results at the Emirates this season, OK, apart from the Liverpool game, have been much better, haven't they? The performances have been better as well. And suddenly now the Emirates is looking more like our home, isn't it? Which it didn't do Mm. Um, for the previous two or three seasons that we played there, so um, which is a massive positive for me. And while we continue to produce performances like against Chelsea, like we did obviously uh, last week against Manchester United, I think the I mean the Tottenham game nearly sold out as well. Our next game after the international break, and while we keep doing that, then I think what's going to happen is these games will keep selling out, won't they? Because the, the performances that the team are producing at the Emirates has now really, really reached the level that. Um, you know, that we were, we were doing at Meadow Park. You know, we Meadow Park was that fortress that we hardly ever lost at. I and mean, Emirates is becoming more like that now if you're playing more games here, which is great, isn't it? I mean, Emma, you must have uh, obviously enjoyed the performance against Manchester United. I know all the goals came in the first half, but in the second half, we could have scored even more. As, as Andreas rightly said, we had so many chances, didn't we? We opened them up every time we went forward. It was great. Yeah, it took a while for us to go in. You know, free kick in the first few minutes had the defective, which went wide. But other than that, they didn't really do much. Well, once we got a, it was a bit of a fortunate own goal, but you could see they struggled with the. Well, it's not like us; well, they struggled with crossing the box. I suppose their back line is a bit fortunate the way the goal good with the way the goal goes in. But you could see they were having problems with the balls into the box, and they looked a bit shaky at the back. And the second goal summed up as well, just clearing it straight onto head of Chloe, and then. Uh, they couldn't handle her down the left. She was actually brilliant first half. That was arguably her best game. This goes to show why doesn't Jonas start her more on a consistent basis? She's just been part of a team that's won 6-0 on international duty as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's just... It, 
I know it's difficult for him at times, but it goes to show he's got to start more often. And then you know, she set up Buse, who's been played a part in Beth's goal as well, a couple of superb passes. Beth to set up Vic for that, for um, for the, to, which eventually led to the second goal. And then Leo Valti, who always has a tendency to produce fantastic passes as well, setting the Chloe down the left. And then, yeah, I think once he got the penalty, there was no way back. They were completely overwhelmed. Perhaps probably lucky not to have Gemma Evans sent off for the yellow card, which which was second yellow card, which could have been given for the penalty. But I suppose the referee maybe in the big game didn't want to send her off or something. But yeah, no, once we settled, there was no way back. They were overwhelmed. We completely cut off their attacking threat. And second half, yeah, Beth had to defect the defect with the post here, as opposed to self. Could have easily been more. I mean, those fortunes are not 5 or 6 1. Bit disappointing at the end of the day, conceded again from another corner. But the damage had already been done. And yeah, front of a record crowd what more can you ask for and uh yeah and the songs were flying around the system well, yeah it's, it's great it was just a fantastic game and hopefully they can do it going forward and yeah this is you know, actually a very interesting stat on facebook that says arsenal are currently have a higher league attendance with 34,428 than nine premier league clubs so it goes to show that doesn't it, how good we're doing yeah i mean that's slightly um I mean, it's a, it's great to see the stat written down. It's slightly misleading because some of the stadiums in the Premier League have got smaller capacities than what the Emirates has. We've played at more times this season. So it's kind of, um, it's a little bit um, maybe not quite a fair reflection. It, it's a great stat. And obviously, you know, it, yeah. it makes people maybe stand up and, and listen and think, you know what, people are interested in women's football now. Yeah. We're regularly selling out the Emirates. We're regularly getting 50,000 fans coming to the games um so obviously that's, that's a massive step in the right direction and yes we it's helped us that we do play so many games at the emirates now this season in particular you know without the champions league it's kind of helped hasn't it because we've had more wsl games at, we've got one more extra one to come in as well so we're going to get another hopefully big crowd especially if we've had some better results in the meantime until that game comes around i think more people might buy tickets if it's a really important game potentially to decide the title so um, but yeah, it's um, it, it's um, it is great that suddenly we're getting regularly now. I mean, Arsenal are leading the way in how to fill a stadium for women's football. I know some people still don't want to accept that people are really interested. You know, you've got Joey Barton. You know, no one's interested in women's football. Well, if they're not interested in women's football, why are they buying tickets? And people saying, oh, well, the tickets are cheap. Yes, the tickets are cheap. Of course, they're cheap, but they were cheap two years ago and we still only got 10,000 in. So yeah. that's not the reason, is it? That's not the yeah. reason because the ticket prices have always been, in fact, they're more now than they were two years ago. You know, I can remember getting a ticket for a fiver. You know, it, it, you, you wouldn't get a ticket for a fiver now. So the price have gone up and yet the crowds are coming mm. in more. So, it's absolute nonsense to think that no one's interested in women's football because they clearly are. And okay. Arsenal are leading the way, and it's great to see. Um, we're sort of trailblazers in that respect, really, aren't we? And, you know, other teams play at the, at the big stadiums and don't generally sell them out like we do. So, yeah, we're the, we're the benchmark, aren't we? And performances like that and games like that, because it was a great game to watch, wasn't it? I mean, if, if someone was just saying, oh, I'm going to have a, watch a bit of women's football, it's on the telly, I'll sit and watch it. If they watch that game, I don't see how anybody could come away and think women's football is not very good because that game was really good level, wasn't it? The, 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 the technical yeah, level of both teams. Yes, Arsenal were clearly a better team and we, we should have scored more goals, but the technical level was good. That You know, tactically, both teams, had, had, you know, you could see it was no different to watching men's football other than the fact that men are a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, a little bit faster, and that's it. And they roll around a little bit more when they get tackled 
and they complain a bit more to the referee. Uh, other than that, you wouldn't really notice a difference now in terms of the technical level. And I can't understand how anybody can't doesn't get it. I really don't understand how you can watch women's football and not see that it's un- as it is. Don't compare it to men's football. It's different. No. Men and women physically, you can't compare the two. But just enjoy no. it for what it is. It's, it's brilliant. And um, I, I just think that the more and more we get in crowds like this, the better it's going to be long term. Um, Greg's in the chat. He says, "Evening, all. Looking forward to tonight's chat, and we're looking forward to your comments as well, as always." Um, LG says, "Don't be in denial." We're only in the title race mathematically. We ain't beating oh, Chelsea. Come on, come on, mate. We're not in denial. Don't say no. We don't know, do we? I mean, yes, mathematically we are we are back in it. We do need to win both of those two games, absolutely. Will we be able to win both of those two games? I don't know. We've got a chance. It's 11 against 11. We've shown in the big games. We beat Chelsea and Man City at home in the league. Why can't we go away and beat them? You know, we've proved that we can match them. Yes, away from home is different. Of course it is, we know that, but I don't see any reason why we can't beat both of them. It's a big ask, of course it is. We're going to have to play amazingly in those two games, and then we can't afford to blow games after that and either, either side of it. We've got to win the other games as well. But I, I'm I'm feeling fairly optimistic now that we can... Will we win the league? I don't know. Have we got a chance of winning the league? Absolutely, we have. We are definitely in with a chance. And if we, you know, the Chelsea games first, that's not that long, that's not that long time now, is it? Three weeks till we play Chelsea. If we win that game, then suddenly, wow, is that not going to, will that not convince you, LG, that maybe if we can beat Chelsea away, that we've got a hell of a chance. We'll have a hell of a chance, won't we? I mean, Andreas, you, I mean, we were obviously, we're going to be looking ahead to those games coming up, but looking at it now, do you think we, we can win both of those two games? <laughs> yeah, theoretically it's possible, but um, I also say the title will be decided between Chelsea and Man City. It's not only the three points, it's two teams uh, above us with three points uh, ahead and the goal difference. It's, it's nearly a fourth point for them. And I'd yeah, okay, think right. yeah, scoring uh, five, six, eight goals against the weaker teams uh, will be happy to beat Bristol or Leicester or Brighton. Uh, but uh, not with, with a lot of goals. And so this is a fourth point for them. And uh, I think we have a good chance uh, at King's Meadow against Chelsea because the last matches showed that yeah, that we are able to beat Chelsea and they are not playing their best season. But uh, at, right at the moment, for me, City is the, the title favourite. Yes. Uh, I don't see us winning away at City. And uh, mm. yeah. Maybe they they can lose one or two points on on the way to to the last day, but uh, we will do we will do so too. Uh, will we beat Leicester, Bristol, Brighton, Spurs? All these these teams that make us so many problems. I don't think so. And therefore, I was I was happy uh, on Saturday that we have now a big gap uh, between us and United. Yeah, to the third place, if it's possible. Uh, to catch one one of the two above us, then uh, securing the second place, uh, which would be important for the Champions League, not playing the, the qualifying tournament. Uh, but to be honest, right now I don't see us winning the league. Of course, it's good that, that it's mathematically possible. Because, yeah, it's it's another motivation or yeah or boost for the next games. But um, yeah, well, <laughs> let's let's surprise. That surprised me, uh, and and in the end, I would be totally happy if I'm wrong. But uh, I 
don't see us winning. I mean, I think deep down, I probably agree with you, if I'm honest, because I just feel as though winning away at Chelsea and Man, I mean, Man City just won away consecutive weekends at Arsenal and then at Chelsea without conceding yeah. a goal in both of those games. So, you know, and I think we're as good as Man City. I, I, player for player, we may even be better. Squad deck, we may be better than Man City, but um, we've got to go away from home in those two games and prove it that we are, as, as Man City have done. And it's a big ask. It is a big ask to do that. And yes, you are probably right. Realistically, even if we did win both of those two games, it may not be enough because, of the, as you said, the goal difference isn't in our favour. We we still need them to drop points elsewhere, don't we? Somewhere along the line, or we need to suddenly start hammering teams eight, seven, eight nils, don't we? In the other games on a regular basis to get that goal difference back, and they need to start winning games by one goal or two goals. So um, it doesn't seem likely, but. There's no reason not to believe it's possible when we're still in there. You know, three points can easily be, you know, Chelsea have dropped points to some silly teams. They don't look as strong as in previous seasons. Man City tends to have a, a, a tendency to bottle things when the, the pressure's on. Will that happen again? You know, the, the last two results for them probably suggest not, but who knows? Who knows? I mean, I, I'm still pretty confident uh, that we can do it, uh, but we probably won't. Terry says, am I looking very suave tonight? Oh, well, thank you, Ray. You've got to say something good about me for once. <laughs> looking very smart. Um, Greg says, there's no lottery in the England yeah. team again. Yes, I mean, we were talking about this sort of before we started. I mean, what more can Lotta Ruben Moy do to get a game for England? We know Leah Williamson's out, as we know. Millie Bright's out, as we know. Alex Greenwood, yes, she's going to be a shoe in there. That's not, not a problem. But how on earth has Esme Morgan... Proved to be better than Lotharu and Moy. How on earth is that possible? And Moy Leticia. And Moy Leticia. Well, Moy Leticia, she's sort of playing it at fullback anyway, so that's not really the issue. The issue is she's picked Esme Morgan over Lotharu and Moy. And she watches Lotharu and Moy a lot. We've seen him at Meadow Park. We see her at the mm -hmm. Emirates when we play. Lotharu's having great games week after week. She's been so consistent. She's been one of the best players, one of the best defenders in the WSL this season. And it comes to England, and it's like, hang on a minute. <laughs> Why in this this game of all games when it's a friendly, she's made a few changes, Serena, which she doesn't normally do. She's tried a few different things. What on earth has Lotta got to do? She's been on the bench for I don't know how many England games in a row. She's not got on the pitch for about two years, and it, it's it, I just I'm honestly I'm I'm angry about it. I'm upset about it, and I just feel so sorry for Lotta because if if any player deserves a game for England, deserves some minutes on the pitch, it's Lotta Ruben Moyet. She's just her performances for Arsenal have deserved that. It's crazy. I can't believe. I couldn't believe yeah, when I saw, I before I saw the team. I was thinking, Lotter will play tonight. There's no mm. Millie. There's no Leah. She's going to play. Absolutely, she's going to play. And then Esme Morgan's picked again. It's like, come on, Esme Morgan is not a. He's not a better player. Not a better defender. It doesn't bring more than Lotter Ubermoy does. She just doesn't. It's a fact. So I don't know what Serena's doing, honestly. We, we, we can't question Serena too often because she's got such a great record and she's amazing. But I don't get it. I don't understand. It makes no sense. I, I, I don't think it's just an Arsenal thing. I think if you were to ask any fan that watches the WSL on a regular basis, I think everyone would be shocked that Ismay Morgan is getting more more game time for England than Lotta Rubemoy at this moment in time and for the last two years. What's Ismay Morgan done? Yes, Man City are ahead of us in the league. So what? She doesn't even play regularly for them every week. It, like, it just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I can't get my head around it. But anyway, it is what it is. Terry says, I'm going England tonight. If we don't 
uh, bag up tonight to rip the Zinzi well, goal. Yeah, is, 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 was Zinsberg a player? I didn't really see the Austrian team. Well, he'd be, well, you'll be pleased to know Russo scored the first goal, was set up by Beth, and it was a mistake from Manu. So. Oh, well, there you go. There he's right, isn't he? So there, there we go. I mean, we kind of pretty much summed that up before, didn't we? Uh, Greg says you'll probably have our best game of the season. Well, apparently not. So there you go. Apparently, she's not having the best game of the season. So we are. Um, Greg says, uh, are we pulling the biggest crowds everywhere we go? Of course we do, because we're the biggest team in the world. Um, Terry says, um, give Jerry Barton a bit of credit. He does go and watch Everton, so he don't really uh, know the entertainment business. Oh, okay. but, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he, he needs to kind of, um, you know, sort his life out, really. Uh, Terry says, uh, with Defo beating Salty FC, not sure about City. Well, I don't know about definitely beating <laughs> Chelsea. I think we've got a good chance. Of course we have. We we, we saw him. Uh, Greg yeah. says just said what uh, MR uh, said there. Russo has just scored, which is yeah. great. Uh, Terry says first mistake by the Zins one nil. Yeah, then might well get a more. I'm sure. LG says Chelsea away is at Stamford yes. Bridge, not Kings Meadow. Oh well, there you go. You see that actually didn't have favour, isn't it? I think a bigger pitch in Kings Meadow. We, we've got such a poor record on. I think mm. we can go to Stanford Bridge and win now. I, I forgot. Not? You're right. Stanford Bridge. I forgot. Yeah, I think we'll go and win that game. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll. I think we're in that game. LG says lottery is steady, not amazing. Um, just one or two mistakes. Now, yeah, but Esme Morgan has more than one or two mistakes in that. Esme Morgan's not. The, the point is, is Lotta is Lotta Wilbenwide the best defender in the world? No. Is she um, a very very good player who's having a great season? Yes. But the question should be, is she better than Esme Morgan? And the answer to that is yes. <laughs> and that's the only yeah. question we need to be asking right now. And no one's denying she doesn't make mistakes. Of course she does. She's a defender. Most defenders make mistakes. But that isn't even the point. The point is, is she better than Esme Morgan? Yes, she is. So why on earth is Esme Morgan playing ahead of her? It makes no sense. Let's see what, what teams no. picked on Tuesday for the second game, whether or not she gets an opportunity there. I don't know. Um, anyway, Terry says, don't matter where we play, uh, Salty FC... They have LJ Havertz. Well, they do, yeah. He's on the bench tonight for England, actually. Lauren uh, Jones oh. didn't get to start the game. Oh. But, um, I mean, and Andres, can you believe that Lotta's not getting games for England? It's, it, I, I can't understand it. What's going on? No, that's crazy. But um, I, that's what I expected. <laughs> I think uh, Serena rates her very, very low. And uh, yeah, Serena would play a, a championship uh, playoff uh before giving Lotta a chance. And, um, yeah, the one mistake Lotta has made is she didn't choose to play for the Netherlands. She would be a regular starter. Yeah, that's a good point. And it would have been because her mother or father is Dutch. Uh, so she would have had the chance to play for the Netherlands. She would have been a regular starter there, no, no doubt about that. I mean, she was player of the match uh, against United and uh, two, two or three matches ago, she was also playoff match and Serena was in the stands, was watching her. What what did she watch? What did she see last last mm -hmm. Saturday at United? Was she satisfied with Lotta's performance? Uh, I mean, of course she sometimes makes mistakes, yes, but last Saturday against United she was fantastic. Uh, there was a sloppy start when, when Lara Codina needed time to find into the match and Lotta was there. Uh, there were appearances, uh, tackles from her, and her long passes. It was it was a Leah Williamson performance from Lotta last Saturday. It was. And it was, yeah. it was. No, nobody is saying she's better than Leah Williamson or better than Millie Bright, but they are both injured and not available. So why not give Lotta a chance? I don't think that she will get a chance on Tuesday. Maybe she'll come on at 65th or 70th minute and have then 50, 20 minutes and then 
after Serena will say, oh, she, she had no great influence on, on the match. Yeah, of course, give her a chance, let her play regularly, as she does for the Arsenal. She, she plays her best season this season, and when she has to start regularly, last season when, when it was Leah and Rafa, we often criticized Lotta for her mistakes and everything. But now she grew into the game with, with all the minutes she has to play and, and to prove herself. Yeah, it's, it's not, not understandable. I think we are all so, so sad for Lotta because she, she would have deserved this. But to say the positive, yeah. she, gets, she gets a rest. That's the positive thing for us. She, yeah, she, she does. Obviously, she gets she gets a rest. But um, I, I see. I, I don't think um, I don't think we'd have too many uh, complaints about it if there was somebody better than her that was being picked. Then you'd think, well, fair enough. You know, as we said, you know, when Leah and, and Millie Bright are fit, you wouldn't expect Lotta to play because those two are better than her. Alex Greenwood, she's better than Lotta Wilbermeyer. So we're not trying to say that she should play every single game. But, when you look at the player that's in replacing her now and has replaced her, or not replaced her, but played in front of her in other games, you look at it and you think, well, that player isn't better than Lotta. <laughs> so I don't understand it. I mean, am I? It's, 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 it's bad for Lotta, isn't it, that she's getting overlooked so many times when she can't. What more can she do for Arsenal to, to prove herself? You know, when Serena watches Arsenal all the time, we see her there every game there enough. And what's she got oh, to yeah. do to, to in this team? Honestly, I don't really know, to be fair. I mean, she's, uh, as you said, Andrea, she's probably better off than for Dutch. I mean, she won't have to get games there because, uh, because um, as you say, she'll be a regular starter. But I don't know. Maybe uh, it's the form. Of, well, I could only understand it's the, maybe it's the consistency in the results. And maybe keeping her out of the team is not entirely her fault. But, you know, she saw it. She's proved it against Chelsea, against Man City. And Man United, all the big games at home this season that she's a classy defender and she's a replacement for the for Leah when she's not playing well and uh, I don't really know what she has to do to get a team as we as we see I don't know what those defenders okay they're, they're, they're decent but are they uh, on better form and as consistent you wouldn't you wouldn't you'd probably say no they aren't but I don't know it's just uh, it's even during the Euros understandable during the Euros because Leah and Millie were the first choice centre-back but now when they're both injured you'd have thought come on I mean give her a chance what more has she got to do to prove herself but I don't know I just I I can only, I don't know what the reason personally behind it is, but maybe it's to do with form. Who knows? But yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a strange one, let's just say. It's very strange. Just, it absolutely makes no sense to me. I just cannot understand it at all. I say tonight was the one I was really, I was, I was expecting her to start this game. Mm. I, just to, as Andrea said, she was brilliant on Saturday against Manchester United in one of the top games of the weekend. And she's been so consistent. I just, I don't know. I just don't get it here. Terry says, uh, we all know Lotta um, as a mistake in her, but in my opinion, she's been one of the best defenders in the WSL this season. Absolutely, she has. Yeah, there's, there's no there's no question about that. Absolutely no question about that. But Serena doesn't think so. Uh, Greg said, I wouldn't say Bright is better. She's not very good passing out and always has a mistake in her. Yeah, but with Millie Bright, I, yes, I don't think on the ball she's as great as... Leah Williamson, for example, or even Lotta Wilgen White is probably better on the ball than Millie Bright. But what Millie Bright is, she dominates that defence, doesn't she? She's strong in the air. She wins tackles. She's just a dominant leader. And I, I would always pick Millie Bright and Leah Williamson as the first choice to centre back for England if they're both fit ahead of anybody else. Um, yes, Millie Bright can make mistakes, of course. All defenders can. It's part of the job, isn't it? Yeah, every mistake you make is going to be highlighted because you're at the back yeah. and it leads to chance you've got goals for the other team. 
Remember that one Leah Williamson made against Australia, wasn't it? When that game with Serena's first defeat, now Leah Williamson made a terrible mistake. It happens to the best in the world. So, you know, yeah, lots yeah. of Wilbur White and really bright are going to make mistakes, aren't they? But I would say they, those are the best. That is the best partnership when, when they're fit, obviously. And at the moment, they're not. So let's try something else. Let's try something different. These are what the friendly just should be for, shouldn't they? And it was maybe a lack of trying different things that led to us doing not qualifying for the for the Olympics, maybe not winning the World Cup in the end, sticking to the same things all the time rather than trying different things when you can. I don't know. Um, Terry says, um, even uh, Carter gets to play. And that says it all to me. Perhaps it's because um, she don't play for her. For well, yeah, maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, Jess Carter is not better than lots of women either, I don't think. Anyway, LG says, uh, the irony with Arsenal fans is um, you hate the international break because your best players might come back injured. Uh, but when they're not picked, you also complain. You can't have it both ways. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't. I like our players getting picked for England or well, all of their nations, whatever country they are. I, I like them getting because one, it's um, it's good for their own personal career, and secondly, it can give them a real boost as well. Anyway, so when they come back, they've had a good international break. They're flying. They're really confident, and they. they take that form into playing for Arsenal. So I've got no problem with them going to international break. Yes, if they don't play and they get a, get a rest, then fair enough. We, we'll take that as well. But I always want to see them play. I want to see all our players play for their country because it's the pinnacle of your, of a football career, isn't it, to play international football yeah. for your country? There's nothing, there's, no, there's nothing that can beat that. So I want them all to do that and all to get the opportunity to do that. But if they don't get picked or they don't play, they get a rest and we might benefit that way as well. So, you know, it's, it's, it's too... It's two ways. Terry's it's two nil now, is it? Oh fantastic. I can't get I can't get me telly to work, so I can't even watch it. But, yeah, I can't you know, find it. Yeah. Who's got the second one, do we know? Oh no, I'm still waiting for the I've got, I know we said Grace Clinton hit the bar on her debut, but I'm still waiting for the thing twelve days. So I haven't got it up yet. Yeah. Oh, um, Grace Clinton scored the second. Oh, Grace Clinton did. That's her first start, isn't it? For England. So brilliant for her. See, you yeah, make changes, still, you throw yeah. players in and they come and rise to the top and get and get a goal. Look at that. Brilliant. Yeah, well done, yeah. um, brilliant from her. Uh, Wayne says, uh, Chloe Lacasse got one goal and three assists in the game and Sabrina yeah. got a clean sheet. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You see, this actually, I wanted to mention that because we've been screaming from the side here for weeks saying, play Chloe Lacasse and play Stina from the start in games. He, he wasn't doing it. And suddenly he plays them in a game in the WSL, and what happens? We beat Manchester United in that in that sort of performance. It's almost like, well, hang on a minute, Jonas. We've we've been telling you this for weeks, mate. <laughs> you know, if you've listened to us before, we might have beaten West Ham, we might have beaten um, Manchester City, we might, have, you know, we might be top of the league. Um, it was it was strange that suddenly he makes them changes and. Yes, we played well in other games before against Chelsea when they wasn't in the team. But I mean, Andreas, that was good to see, wasn't it? That Chloe and Steena, they both had such a big impact. Chloe was brilliant. I thought Steena had a great... She didn't score, but she had a great game against didn't she, Steena, I thought. The runs that she made, you know, yeah. she helped create that second goal with her presence in the box. And she's always there, isn't she? Where when we're attacking, she makes them runs into the box. And I thought they were both the, the difference for me from the previous couple of games, wasn't they? They were a the big difference. Yes, exactly. Uh, especially Chloe had a fantastic game. She was uh, so, so dangerous uh, all the time. Uh, United was never able to control her uh, with the pace, with yeah, with her dynamics, uh, her, her runs into the box or, or to the box. And uh, yeah, she, she created uh, many dangerous situations. She created chances. 
of course, she was lucky with the goal. <laughs> the assist came from a United player, but yeah, you have to stand there and make make this goal. And uh, yeah, Chloe had a great match, and uh, I think it was was close when you choose the player of the match. Lotta or Chloe could have been both. And Stina uh, Jonas uh, found uh, very very positive words about Stina's performance, and that's remarkable. Yeah, her runs. Uh, she's she's always difficult to control because of her runs. She she uh, creates spaces for for her for her play for yeah for her fellow players um, because of her runs. And you have to to watch where Stina are there, and then there is space for an, for someone else. And this is the, the big advantage from her. Of course, she had two big chances in the second half, and she should have scored a goal. Uh, yeah, but you can't have you can't have all. So I think we were three 0 up, and uh, we were yeah. United defense was was just confused. They didn't know how to defend all this this threatening oh. attacks from us, and most came from from Chloe and from Stina because they were always on the run, always on the move, and it was great to see that they both grabbed their chances. They got unfortunately Chloe is away now for the next matches. Yeah. She, she proved how important she can be for this Arsenal team. And uh, Stina, we know, we, we say it for weeks now, that she needs more chances, more minutes. So it's, it was great. Mm -hmm. uh, everything that we, we wanted Jonas to do, he did it. And then it worked. Yeah. <laughs> we can't be so wrong with our show, with our uh, opinions. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not just us. People in the chat and other people as well have been saying it as well. But no, I mean, we've been... We've been saying, particularly those two players, they're, they're the two main players that we've been saying should be starting games simply because of our, the impact that they've made when they've, when they've been on the pitch. So, so yeah, I mean, I think that um, it was great that it, it was justified, wasn't it? Those changes that we've all been wanting were justified by the performance that they both gave. Again, because they both played, of course, um, against uh, uh, the... Um, London Lionesses game, didn't they? They were both brilliant in that game as well. So, you know, mm -hmm. they both got two starts. And yes, now we're without Chloe, of course we are, because um, of the, the cup she's gone away to. But, you know, it is, that's what it is, isn't it? We can't we can't sort of do anything about that. But hopefully when um, when everybody's back again, we might start seeing Chloe and Steena in the team a bit more often together because I thought that worked well. And even Beth had a better game, didn't she, than she has done in recent weeks as well. I think to bring out something more in Beth as well, having those two around her. So that was all that was all positive. I mean, Emma, you must have been pleased to see Chloe and Steena starting the game after, you know, what's been happening in recent games and we've all been desperate, haven't we, to see them play? Yeah, I mean, they deserve the opportunity and she grasped it. You know, as I said, it was brilliant down in the fact that I called all kinds of problems. No need to play a part in Beth's goals, instinctive finish. Yeah, and uh, yeah, when you know, I suppose when you have the song and the fans that uh, you've become accustomed to now, it just inspires you. Yeah, she reminds you a little bit of Kelly Smith with the way she celebrated at the end. Whether she becomes as great as Kelly Smith, who knows? But now it's good to see her playing well. She deserved the opportunity. Hopefully, now we can uh, use her more going forward. Yeah, I think she's going to be a key player. And if we are to, we are to. Um, keep up with Chelsea and Man City and take the title race all the way. She's going to be key for me. He's going to get more starts as well. But no, nah, and Stina, we know her quality. She's scored so many important goals for us since the since the middle or so of last year. And yeah, she and okay she missed a chance, but it was uh it was a mistake from the defence. But she she could see a hold up play was really good and she was making those runs and yeah. 
it goes to show it was good to see Alessio rested for uh, Alessio Russo rested. She she played well, but she also deserves a rest too. And uh, she, uh, you could see the way they both linked up with Beth and Vic going forward, you know, created all kinds of problems for the United defence, which they ultimately weren't really able to handle. And so hopefully that's a that's a blueprint going forward, and uh, we can continue that good form. They can continue that good form and show the manager they deserve to start on a more permanent basis ultimately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they can't do no more, can they? You know, we're talking about lots of can't do anymore. Those two certainly can't do anymore to prove that they should be starting games after the international break because um, they they've both made a massive, massive um, impact. Um, LG says there, yeah, Russo is a clinical goal scorer for England, but never has been under Skinner and Jonas. Don't you think it might be a coaching issue rather than the individual herself? Um, see. Yes, you've got a point there, I would say. I would look at it more like somebody, you know, she scored quite a few goals for England, Russo, but let's bear in mind, some of the opposition that England have played haven't been very good. So that's helped to boost her. I mean, she didn't she score four goals against Macedonia or somebody that, you know, we won like yeah. 15 nil or something, 20 nil or something, didn't we? You know what I mean? So you've got to look at it that way. Well, yes, she scored big goals in tournaments as well against top teams. I'm not saying she hasn't done. She scored big goals in big games for Arsenal, which she did for Manchester United as well. She's a big game player. There's no doubt about that. She's not a clinical goal. I don't see her as being a clinical, even for England, I don't see her being a clinical goal scorer in the sense that maybe Ellen White was, in the sense that, you know, I think Steena is and stuff like that. And yes, is it is it a coaching issue? Is it an individual issue? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. What does she do different for England than she than she does when she's playing for Arsenal or she's playing for when she played for Manchester United? I don't see a lot of difference in the way she plays, particularly. Her, her goal scoring record is better for England, yes. But is that a lot to do with it or partly to do with the, the level of the opposition sometimes that we play? I don't know. It's, I think that's a part. Mm. I mean, I just, what, what do you think about it? Do you think it is a coaching issue that Steiner isn't, uh, sorry, that Russo isn't scoring? Uh, the, the top level of goals, the 25 goals a season that she should be scoring. When you look at the ability she's got, is that down to the coaching that she's had, or is it just the fact that she's not, she doesn't get herself into enough goal scoring positions? It's not, not a coaching issue. It's, it's the way uh, we play, or or the yeah the Arsenal style, or maybe the Linus's style. And uh, I rate uh, Alessia Russo very high. She's fantastic player her work rate is is absolutely phenomenal in every match uh, the way she works for the team uh, the way she's the way she is doing for the team and and the space she's uh, creating her passes uh, i rate her very high but she's totally different to stina and uh, i said it many times uh, why not trying both together because they are totally different attackers um, it, it could fit together, and uh, maybe she's not the, the classical number nine, the clinical uh, goal scorer or striker, but um, uh, she's she's uh, a player who creates chances. And then um, maybe she's not every time in the position uh, to to score the goal. Um, but um, there are there are so many matches, or there have been so many matches when when I wish that uh, yeah. We were behind, and uh, why not bringing both strikers? Why not uh, trying to attack with Stina and Alessia? And uh, it's yeah, it's not about who is starting the starting, okay? But uh, bring on fresh legs or or react and bring both. They are totally different players. Uh, the 
Yeah, football qualities I rate uh, Alessia higher, but uh, of course Tina is is the one who scores more goals. It's great to have to have such players in our squad, such different attackers. Mm. Give them enough enough minutes on the pitch. Let them play together or bring fresh legs if necessary, and then I think uh, yeah. This will work. This will work out better than than it did before, uh, because uh, I yeah I'm very very happy uh, to have Alessia in our squad. She's a fantastic player. <clears throat> She's a fantastic player, and I don't think anybody you know it's not like any of us are saying that um, you know uh, Alessia Russo isn't a fantastic player. She is a fantastic player, but. I think we all just want to see her score more goals, don't we? Because she, she's playing generally as the number nine. And your number nine, you, you know, you look at Man City's number nine, look at the goals that she scores. You know, you look at the number nines in, in I mean, Chelsea's at the moment is injured, obviously, Sam Kerr. But look at the goals that she scores. And that's what, you, if you're going to be successful, you need to have that. If you've got a player in that position, they need to score goals. And well, whatever Alessia Russo brings to the team, which is lots, She's not bringing yeah. enough goals. She didn't score enough goals for Manchester United. It's not just an Arsenal thing. She didn't do it, as, as you rightly say, she didn't do it under under Mark Skinner at Manchester United either, did she? She wasn't scoring 20 goals a season. She's never scored 20 goals a season. Um, but yet, for England, she does score regular. But I, I don't know. I can't quite decide. Uh, Greg says, I agree we don't play to our strengths. Um, I don't know. I, I sometimes watch, watch... When I'm watching the games, I sometimes think that we're almost playing... Um, to Russo's strength. We're letting her do what she wants to do. We're giving her a free role almost. She can drop deeper. She doesn't have to be in the box. She can go wide and all this kind of stuff. And maybe that is her strengths. Maybe her strengths aren't getting on the end of things all the time. Maybe her strengths aren't inside the penalty area. I don't know. Maybe we are playing to her strengths. I get the impression that we are. Uh, her strengths isn't scoring 20 goals a season. That's not what her strengths are. She brings more. She brings more to the, to the team than that. Um. But I, I don't know, really. It's, it's a tough one because he's a great player. Uh, Terry says, it looks like um, Serena um, has Russo to stay up front and, and stay down the middle. That's where we need her for us. I, I don't know. I, she doesn't always, though, does she? she? She still drops deep for England. It's not like and she's still wide for England as well. I, I watch her play for England. I don't see a different player that plays for Arsenal. Not really. Um, it just so happens that maybe she gets on the end of things a little bit more. I don't know if that's the reason. I'm not sure, but... Um, I don't know, um, but anyway, we, we're lucky to have her. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I, I, I'm not sure. Greg says uh, it was good to see Steena start, but Russo is the better player. Mm, yeah. yeah, she's a better overall player, but she's not a better goal scorer. And I think that's the position that she plays. That's her position is to score goals. Steena's better at that particular job. Um, LG says Lacasa over forward any day. Uh, Lacasse is more direct and decisive. Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't think Diddy Daddy. That's a bit odd. I kind of agree. I kind of agree with that to a certain to a certain point. But I like Caitlin Fall. She works really hard. She scores goals. She's got quality. Is Lacasse better? Yes, probably. I agree with that. Um, <coughs> Terry said, uh, change of subjects. It's good to see Andreas uh, didn't uh, sell farm last week after his vlog on last week's show. Hanging there, Andreas. Yeah, so last week he was a little bit down in the dump. But the Man United it's cheered you up, didn't it? The Man United game cheered you up, hasn't it? Yeah, of course. This helped uh, this helped my mood and everything's okay again. <laughs> no worries, Terry. Yeah, of course everything's cool. Now we're winning, everything's cool again. It is. Um, LG says, the issue I have with Steena is um, 
even this season, she misses way too many big chances. Yeah, but how can you say she misses big chances when she's got, you know, the minutes on the pitch to the goals that she scored is mm. the best probably in the WSL, probably. when I don't know all the minutes all the players have played, but you look at her goal record against um, everybody she scored against. You know what I mean? I, I can't see that she's missing big chances. She misses some chances, of course. You show me a striker that doesn't. Sam Kerr misses 10 chances in a game. She gets another five chances and scores two and everybody doesn't care that she's missed 10 chances. Yeah. No one no one remembers that she's missed 10 chances, but every striker misses chances, don't they? So let's let's not necessarily think Steena's the only one. I don't think Steena misses that many chances considering the minute she, this season. She, she has done, of course. Um, Terry says, no wonder England are doing well tonight in Spain. Uh, they've got English weather. It's pouring. Down. Is it? Is it raining? Is it? I tell you, so it's two one there. Is it? Yeah, they've got one back. Yeah, got one back. Yeah. Uh, Terry says England needs a lot of Ruben Moy on the pitch. Terrible goal to give away. Was it? Okay. Uh, Greg Zin. says uh, Zin saved the shot. Did she? She saved the shot. Is she? Wow, that's great, isn't it? <laughs> um, missed the save one. That's brilliant. We, we, we like that. Um, LG says breaking news. Uh, Zinsberg is actually mobile. Is she? Well, that, that's good to hear, isn't it? Let, let's hope that um, she can bring that into. Uh, to our, oh, hang on, I've managed to get my TV to work finally. It only took about four hours. Um, anyway, uh, Terry says, how many games has Steena won us the game? Yeah, how many how many yeah, times yeah. has she come on and made a massive impact? Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely right. And she needs to get more credit than she's getting either. But anyway. It, oh, I don't want the volume up. We don't want to hear. It is 2-1 anyway. Um, I've just noticed Russo's playing number nine. I don't like her playing number nine. She needs to play number 23. It's confusing seeing her play number nine, isn't it? Um, anyway, um, so yes, I mean, obviously, we're pleased that Jonas finally listened to us. I'm sure he watches the show, I'm sure he does, and he obviously listened to us because yeah. he made those changes. Finally. And I think he did it for Andreas because he knew you were flying over. And I think he was, I think he felt bad that uh, you know, the last game that you'd went to, we didn't play that well, and he, he hadn't picked the team you wanted. And I think he felt he felt that he was responsible, so it's good that he's listened to us finally. Um, mm. and um, and mm. make those uh, and make those changes. Just seen Russo shoot from like 25 yards, actually, which is saying she doesn't do for Arsenal very much. Um, she just did for England. So maybe that explains what we said before. Maybe that's why she scores more for England, because she's encouraged to shoot more. I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah. that's maybe a slight um, separate issue. We're happy with the way things are at this moment in time. Um, so, yes, I mean, it is obviously an international break, as we know, which um, I quite enjoy, I must admit. I don't like the men's international breaks, but I quite like the women's ones. Do you like yeah. the women's international breaks as well? They're, quite, they're better, aren't they, than the men's ones? Um, yeah, it's uh, it's too many international breaks. And now yeah, it's okay. uh, what, what uh, I criticized was the international break at the start of the season, and, and uh, it's it was too much in the first in the first half of the season. Just when when we started, I think before the season started, then we made two two games. There was another international. That's too much. Uh, now it's okay. It makes sense because of the. Of the Olympics uh, qualification with the Na uh, Nations League uh, semi-finals, and of course uh, teams that are out in Nations League, they have to play friendlies. Of course, otherwise you will have to give your players a holiday. But but you don't do this middle of the season. So uh, this one this one break is okay. But uh, what I'm criticizing is too many international breaks. And when you see uh, that in June, July is another international window. Uh, this, this is something I can't understand. The season ends in mm -hmm. May. Uh, you have you have to to stay and uh, uh, keep fit for an international window in June and July. Uh, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, uh, there are too many. You're right. There are too many at national breaks, and I think there's too many in the men's in the men's game as well. If, we, if we're honest, but um, I, I, for some reason, I can I can put up with the international breaks when in the women's game because you get to watch the lionesses, and I like watching the lionesses. And I don't know, I kind of don't really mind it so much. I, I think. I mean, but there are too many. I agree. Um, but it, this this one's a good good one to have, isn't it? As well, I think you're right. It's you know we haven't played. England Lionesses haven't played for a while. It's good to have a, a game again, isn't it? A couple of games. So, yeah, I think that that's yeah. probably this one's probably all right, isn't it? I mean, Emma, do, do you like the international breaks, or would you rather they maybe didn't bother so much and just concentrated on the important stuff that you know? The yeah, I mean, and... it's good to have the international breaks and catch up, but I feel like I mean, it's so the schedule is so demanding, and you know they play so many games enough as it is, and you know we don't, we never we always talk about the rising and all these knee injuries as well, and. Uh, I think it's good to have them, but I think maybe they need to spread them out a bit more and, you know, just ease the burden on all these out-on athletes because, yeah, I mean, until more research is done, as we know, it's not going to help with it on the injury front. Even I think it was, was it Georgia Stanway spoke about recently that the schedule is just it's just so demanding and they need to ease up on the players. And she had a very good point. But, yeah, I mean, it's good to have them and uh, it's... Uh, and they need to do it regularly, but I just feel like whoever uh, those players that play a lot maybe ought to, when it comes to international play, maybe ought to be rested. And uh, I don't know if that's the case with Lotta, for example, but yeah, it's it's good to have them, but I feel like they probably should maybe across the season, maybe spread them out a bit more. And uh, yeah, just just try to ease the burden on the players somehow, because it's, as you say, it's not, it's not going to help with the uh, trying to prolong players' careers, but I mean, it is there and it has to be done ahead of major tournaments, so there's nothing we can do about it really, but it's good to have it and uh, come round again. Beth Mead's just scored for the last Beth Mead has just scored. It's a typical Beth Mead goal. She knows how to score past Zinsberg because she does it every day in training, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, in fact, yeah, uh, yeah. Russo should have scored just before. She miskicked the ball in front of Arsenal the six-yard box. Uh, <laughs> and it fell to uh, it fell to Beth, and she's cutting um, Cody in that top corner with her left foot. She's done that so many times. A great goal. Um, Terry says, yeah, both the Gooners have scored against Zins tonight. Should make the Arsenal camp fun against Spurs. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Um, but they know they know how to score past, I don't know, because I say they do it every day in training. So I suppose it, it's fair enough, isn't it? Terry says, uh, what a scuff by Russo should be scoring. Yeah, she should have scored just before Beth <laughs> scored, so it's just fine, isn't it? Uh, Greg says, yeah, yeah, Beth scored indeed. She did. Great goal it was as well, wasn't it? It was a great finish, actually. Brilliant into the top corner. Did enjoy yeah. that one. Um, Greg, to make a point here, he says, Andreas, just move over here uh, over here and save you a lot of money. He would save you a lot of money. <laughs> move to London. That's what you need to do, don't you? Quite yeah, right. move to London. Move to London. <laughs> But in the hotels would, would miss would miss out, wouldn't they? You know, your favourite hotels, they wouldn't they'd miss you, wouldn't they, if you weren't going to the hotels every so often. Yeah, they, they raised the prices last weekend because it was London Fashion Week. It was nearly double the price as normal, so I had to choose another hotel, the Premier Inn at Paddington. So this will be well, you mean they didn't, even, they didn't even bring the prices down for you. They didn't even bring them down for you. <laughs> I can't understand it, but there is something as if there's something special in London, like Fashion Week or, or something else, uh, Royal Birthdays, and the prices are double or, or more. Yeah. I can't, I can't do this. But, uh, yeah, I'll be back at the Premier Inn uh, for, <laughs> for the first. Of course, I have to. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just it's not it's not it's not right, is it? We need we need to get a petition up to make sure Andreas gets his right price at his normal hotel because it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, yeah, they can put the price up for other guests, but not for Andreas. He should be getting special treatment, shouldn't he? If they should give him that's ridiculous. That that's that's yeah. not good at all. That's not, that's not good for business, that I'm sorry, but uh, Motel One, you're just you're not doing yourself any favors by uh, outpricing Andreas from, from your hotel. You know, you need to yeah. you need to look at your schools and you need to re rethink that policy, quite honestly, and give Andreas his normal price. You should have just phoned up when you, when you went to book. You should have said, "Look, it's Andreas. Just give him me normal price for me normal room. It's fine." <laughs> I'm sure I probably would have done. Um, but anyway. Um, LG says he's got a question for Andreas. He says, um, Do you think um, Sydney Lowman has a future at Bayern with the impending arrival of, um, of Ermador? Well, he, that's quite interesting, isn't it? What do you think about that? Do you think she has? Because if she has a will take her. Uh, <laughs> it's a very good question. Um, I mean, they're playing different positions, but uh, uh, yeah, uh, the Oberdorf signing is a great sign for, for Bayern Munich and for the German Bundesliga that such a player stays in, in Germany. Uh, but uh, the contract of Sidney Lohmann is running out in summer. And all the uh, the informations, the rumors I got is that she wants to leave and her dream is to play in England. So uh, uh, yeah. I tried to contact all the, uh, the sources I have. Uh, and the last one uh, confirmed me on, on Tuesday or Wednesday that mm -hmm. uh, Chelsea is in the pole position. And uh, Sid Lohmann is in in her mind. She has already decided to leave. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, she came uh, through the youth teams. Uh, she she did her first uh, matches for the first team in when she was 16, and since she's 17, she's a regular starter for Bayern Munich. Of course, now she's uh, she'll be 24 this summer. Yeah, it's it's normal that she says she wants to see something different or she wants to come out of her comfort zone, and uh, yeah, I, I think she could she could leave and probably Chelsea is is uh, yeah in the pole position could be yeah there's Meli Leutbolz, Schöckenisken, uh, and Katrin Berger, a lot of Germans there. They could convince her, and uh, I don't want to lead uh, to lose her at, at Bayern. Yeah. If, if she leaves Bayern, then it would be great if she comes to Arsenal because I, I really <laughs> like uh, sit for for seven years now. Yeah, uh, but I think yeah, all the signs say she might leave. Well, I mean, yeah. we spoke about this before. Haven't we? It's not necessarily a position that Arsenal are desperately in need yeah. of strengthening. Let's be honest, it isn't. You know, she's a great yeah. player, absolutely, yeah. and you don't really want to. You can't have too many great. Players. It's not a priority position for me, unfortunately. So, but we don't want Chelsea to get a do it because it's strengthening Chelsea, and that's the last thing that we need, really. So I don't know, but um, but yeah, I mean, if she's leaving and she wants to come to England, then I mean, we'll we'll take her. I'm sure we will, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen, really. Um, Chelsea has different strategies. They say they don't look. Uh, do we need a player? They sign a player, and then they say. Uh, how could she play in our team? Uh, do we need her? But first sign and then then uh, look whether they need her. That's Chelsea's strategy. So, yeah, I think no, you're probably right. Probably. It probably is. And, you know, maybe we should try that as well. You know, just just buy everybody like Man, like Man City doing the men's. So just buy everybody. So no one ever can buy them, and then stick them in the reserves and don't play them. 
But anyway, Greg says it could mean Stanway's on her way back to England. I don't think yeah. Oberdahl's going to affect Stanway's uh, position because they're no, no, no. different different roles in the team, aren't they? I can't <laughs> see. Stanway. It'd be nice if Georgia Stanway came back to me. We'll, we'll buy her as well. Buy, buy Georgia Stanway as well. That'll do. We'll, we'll take her, won't we? She's a great. <laughs> player. We, we love. We love her. <laughs> oh um, God! But yeah. Uh, Terry yeah, made a point there about the hotel. He says, now come over on a dinghy, get a free hotel, fed and water. Yeah, you do. That's probably true, actually. But anyway, <laughs> and, you know, royalty like Andreas has to pay more money. It's ridiculous, really, isn't yeah, it? There's something, something not right here, is it? Something's not right in the world. But anyway, um, Terry says, uh, uh, sorry, Wayne says, um, I generally don't mean this in a rude way, but is Oberdorf um, going to Wolfsburg a downgrade in the women's game? Uh, uh, Munich, sorry, yeah, downgrading the women's game. I thought Wolfsburg were the better team out there. I could be wrong. I mean, not. are they the better team, Wolfsburg? I mean, we don't want to think that they are, do we, really? Let's be honest, because we don't like Wolfsburg, do we? But in terms of what the trophies, Bayern Munich have won more than Wolfsburg, haven't they, Andres? Uh, Wolfsburg has won uh, more trophies. They were, uh, I think, 10 times oh. in a row, uh, won the German Cup. Uh, they, they won all the league titles, but uh, the last uh, league title went to Bayern. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I would say, uh, currently Wolfsburg is still the number one team in Germany, but uh, there's more money at Bayern Munich, and Bayern is trying to, to, to build something in women's football. They want to be number one in women's football in Germany, and and of course, they want to be competitive in Champions League. They are out now in, in group stage. So uh, this is not a Bayern like. They want to compete for the Champions League title. And they invest a lot of money, a lot of money. You see, they, they bought uh, Pernil Harder and Matt Eriksson. Now, uh, order of the year before, Georgia Stanway. Uh, yeah, they are trying to get the big players. And Wolfsburg is always uh, uh, buying the best young players from from the Bundesliga, from other Bundesliga teams. Uh, it's it's difficult to say, but I think that the, the trend is more uh, uh, in favor of Bayern Munich because they invest more money. And that's the reason why uh, Oberdorf is going there because she, she won um, the league title, the cup, but uh, she wants to, to win uh, the Champions League and she wants to, yeah, to be international present. So, uh, and I heard that uh, her partner uh, doesn't want to leave Germany. She wanted to stay, and that's why uh, Oberdorf uh, chose Bayern and not went to Paris or to Chelsea. See, that's that, that kind of that situation in Germany, and kind of it's a little bit like the Arsenal Chelsea thing in the WSL, isn't it? You know, Chelsea have been the more dominant team in terms of winning trophies in recent years, but maybe Arsenal invested more now with the players that we've brought in. So maybe Arsenal are going to be taking over from Chelsea in the next few years, which we obviously hope so. Maybe in Germany it's the same, isn't it? Maybe Bayern are going to be overtaking Wolfsburg who have won all those trophies in recent years. And, and they're kind of quite similar. We, we've said this before on the show, haven't we? The way that Chelsea play and the way that Wolfsburg play is quite similar. And we, we don't like Wolfsburg for the same reason that we don't like Chelsea, you see. So, um, <laughs> and if, they were going to, if they're going to start dropping down a little bit and getting overtaken, then that'll be a good thing for... For everybody, won't it? Um, LG says, uh, Brian will play most games with nine players with Stanway and Oberdorf in midfield. Yeah, there'll be a few cards there, won't they? There'll be a few cards being shown there. There's no doubt in that midfield. Especially, I mean, Oberdorf gets loads, don't she? She just, uh, you know, it's just what it's just what she does, really. LG says, uh, Wolfsburg has been better in the last 10 years, but I feel now um, there is a, um, a paradigm shift. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just saying. I think it's the same in, Eng in England at the minute with Arsenal and Chelsea and maybe Man City, but we won't worry too much about it because they haven't won anything yet. Really, so. 
Um, it's, it's us. We're, we're going to take over. We are on, we are on the march. We are going to be taking over um, the WSL in the next few years. Now, um, obviously, I say we've got this international break, but coming up after the international break, um, we have got some really, really big games, haven't we? And I think that the games coming up straight after the international break are going to define our season, aren't they? I think, you know, we've got, obviously, Tottenham, uh, um, hopefully a sold-out yes. Emirates. Uh, we've then got Aston Villa in the semi-final. And then the next game after that is Chelsea away, isn't it, in the WSL? Now, yeah. if we were to if we were to win all three of those games, then suddenly, wow, what a finish to the season we could be in store for. But if we were to lose any of those games, I think, you know, if we lose yeah. the Aston Villa game, that's the cup we've gone. If we lose to either Tottenham or Chelsea, then that's probably the league gone as well. So we, we're now reaching, when we come back from this international break, we are now reaching make or break time, aren't we, for the season for us. It's make yeah. or break time. These, these next three games, that's it. The season's either going to continue and it's going to be exciting or it's all over, really, essentially. <laughs> yeah. We've still yeah. got the top three in the league to fight for. But, I mean, Andreas, it's exciting, isn't it, that we've got these games to come. But... Let, we can't even contemplate losing any of them. We have to win them all, don't we? All three, certainly, and and then push on from there. Hopefully, yeah. It's it's the decisive weeks of the season that are coming, and uh, yeah, I'm optimistic for the North London derby. I'm sure that we can beat Spurs at home in in you know filled Emirates yeah. with this atmosphere. We have the better team, and and uh, I think the girls know that. But they, there's something they have to do against Spurs. Uh, nobody has gotten the uh, the defeat uh, in December, so uh, I'm optimistic for this match. And uh, normally we should be able to beat Villa at home in the Conti Cup and reach the final. This this would be yeah uh, something like uh, saving our season to reach reach a cup final. Uh, the away match at Chelsea is is something yeah that decides the rest of this season. And uh, yes, I made a mistake uh, at the beginning of the show. We are not playing at King's Meadow, but at Stamford Bridge. So this yes. is even better for us as I don't see Stamford Bridge as a real home for Chelsea. Uh, they, they are struggling there as we did uh, two years ago at the Emirates. Uh, they are not used to playing there because they are playing there very rarely. It's, it's not their home. Their home is King's Meadow. They're much stronger there. And, Therefore, we'll have a chance at Stamford Bridge. And yeah, <laughs> if we win all three matches, then yeah, maybe everything is possible. But uh, yeah. uh, let's 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 take one after the other. First, the the North London derby, and then let's see on. It's it's only because it's international break. I was thinking more ahead, really, and looking at those three games, and thinking, well, <laughs> the whole season is going to rest on those three games, isn't it? And yeah. absolutely, mm -hmm. I mean. I think if we win all three of those games, I think even some of the sceptical people out there, like LG, who maybe question whether we can do it, I think maybe they might start to think, you know what, maybe maybe there's a ch there's a chance. Obviously, it's still it'll still be a long way to go. And as as Wayne rightly says here, um, he says there uh, we have to uh, Greg, sorry, we have to win all three. Uh, Chelsea uh, doesn't like our style of play. No, they don't. And I think at Stamford Bridge, as we said, I think that's a big advantage. Uh, Wayne says we have to win every single game of football we have left in the season. Yeah, we do. We do have to win every single game, but these next three will define what happens after that, won't they? Because if we don't win all three of them games, then we're not going to be able to reach the targets that we want. No. Are we? So, um, no. but yes, you're right. One game at a time is what we have to do. Top of the next, we have to win that and then move forward and hope for the best. So he says that Spurs uh, will be a doddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the FC don't stand the title. Well, of course, we knew you'd be optimistic, Terry. We knew you'd win all. Yeah, he's always optimistic, isn't he? He's always yeah, of course, he's optimistic. And why not? Um, but yeah, they are three now really, really massive games. It's, it's exciting, isn't it? These are the type of games that I love, really, because it's like, you know, it's win or bust in a way, isn't it? It's so exciting, obviously, unless you lose them, then you obviously it's, uh, it's a disaster. But looking ahead to them, I'm really excited. I mean, am I? They're three big games, aren't they? Do you think we can. Do you think we can do it? Do you think in like, you know, maybe three weeks' time after the Chelsea game, we'll be sitting here saying the season's still alive, we're still going for the double, or do you think it'll all be over <laughs> and we'll be crying? Well, I don't know. You know, we've heard some form where it's just about consistency. You see, you just follow one good result and a bad one. You see, look, beat Chelsea 4-1, lose to Spurs, beat, well, beat you know, um, lose to West Ham after putting in the performances against Everton and then we put in that performance against, um, who was it we played before? Who was it we played before we lost to West Ham? I can't remember now. We've been a good performance against an FA Cup, but it just needs consistency. I think we uh, the games are spread out now, which is good. You know, we've got Sunday and then okay, Wednesday, and they got a whole week to prepare for that Chelsea game. There's no FA Cup, and they got FA Cup, I think, in between. So, yeah, I think there's, yeah, there's a good chance. I think we could, we could <coughs> win but I said, if we can, even if we can get four points or even two, two draws out of those, we get away games at Chelsea and Man City. Factor in that, okay, Manchester United still have to play away in Manchester City in the derby and their final game of the season. I believe Chelsea go to Old Trafford to play Manchester United as well. They're not easy games, okay? You still got to go out and win them, so anything's still possible. But I do agree, we probably have to be flawless from now on in. And uh, if we can replicate the sort of performance we can we saw against Manchester United, why not? And uh, but it's again, it's it's going to go. I think we, we we're not. I wouldn't rule us out yet. I know we're probably underdogs, especially with the goal difference. But you know, stranger things have happened. But uh, yeah, I mean, we'll have to. We'll probably have to win every game, but I'm not ruling it out. I'm not ruling out the possibility of it happening, but we have to. It remains to be seen for sure. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I'm not going to rule anything out while it's still mathematically possible. And I think we've got, you know, I think we're right. Chelsea, Chelsea. I think at Stamford Bridge will be. Um, it's, it's a good. It's good for us that that's playing there. I think. Um, quite confident. I, I forgot that that was at Stamford Bridge, actually. That To me, that makes a big difference, I think. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure Emma Hayes didn't make that decision, because had she done so, I don't think she would have um, selected the game yeah. to play there. She knows how, how big Kings Meadow is um, yeah. for, for Chelsea. So, yeah, I think that's an advantage to us. Let's hope that um, we can make make it count. And uh, you know, But we need to win the first two games first. We can't get carried away. You know, knowing us, it would be typical of Arsenal, wouldn't it? We'll lose to Tottenham and then we'll go and beat Chelsea away when it's totally a waste of time because we've already lost to Tottenham. That would that'd be a typical Arsenal thing, wouldn't it, to do that? Um, let's hope that doesn't happen, of course. But um, obviously next week we'll look a lot more ahead to that Tottenham game, which is coming up next uh, next Sunday. Are you, are you flying over for that one as well, Andreas? I'm sure yes. you are. Well, late Friday evening, flight to London. and uh, <laughs> I'll be in, at the Emirates on Sunday. Yeah, it's a must. Oh, okay. Absolutely, I mean, it is a must, yeah, there's no doubt. Um, and uh, is, is, is you going back to your normal hotel, are you or not? No, no. <laughs> oh, same as the motel, same motel. What are they doing? That's just not good, <laughs> is it? It's not good at all. I don't know what they're doing there. Um, Greg says, um, LJ hates playing against us. She's always made to look so ordinary. Yeah, she's never had a good game yeah. against us. Actually. Absolutely right. You know, should have been sent off last time, as we know. So, um so, yeah, Terry says, Salty FC and the ref and Lionsman, um, uh, one Guna Girls, three. Well, we'll see. Let's let's uh, let's worry about the Chelsea game 
in a few weeks' time. We've got a couple of big games to come before that anyway, haven't we? So, are you going to the Spurs game, Amar? No, I'm actually on holiday next week, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, no. so I'm holiday for Thursday for until the 9th of March. I'm off to the Dominican Republic. So, yeah, I won't be sad if you're going to go to that one, but I'll have to transfer it to somebody in good time so my ticket gets used. So, yeah, hopefully somebody will be out there. Didn't you Didn't you just come back from holiday somewhere else? Oh, that was in India. That was in December, mate. That was two months ago. <laughs> two months? Most people get one holiday a year. You're going only twice in two oh, months. I haven't had, had, had a holiday since April 22, um, June 2022 before last year. So it was 18 months. So I, was, so I, need, I need another one, to be fair. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Fair enough. Uh, no, I'll follow the games on online. Hopefully, if they have an FA player, or if it's not FA player, but I'll follow it on the Twitter feed as well. And uh, with the Conti Cup, we're only missing those two games. And hopefully, if the Conti Cup being four hours behind there, I might be able to catch you on my FA player or something. So let's see. But yeah, no, I wish them all the best. And, you know, I, I, I think, let's see, hopefully we'll have a good run, you know, I'll build on that performance. Spurs, yeah, they lost last week. Good to see a former Gunner scoring against them. That gives us hope. They've not been that brilliant since uh, beating us. But I think hopefully the crowd will get behind them and, yeah, we can go on a good run. And you, you just never know what could happen, you know, but... Yeah, as I said, we'll have to be flawless. But I like the way we played last week, and that gives me confidence and going forward. So it's good. I mean, Greg made a good point here. He says, "How can you go on a holiday at such an important time in the season?" I mean, yeah, that's it, it, it's good. It's you can't go on holiday now. No, I mean that's what that's what the summer's for. You know, the, the lionesses didn't qualify for the for the Olympics for the very reason that we can all go on holiday in the summer and not have to worry about football. <laughs> Um, you know what I mean? So well, you don't go on in February, do you? May or March, maybe. It's, it's crazy. You got you got to stay much case. Uh, Terry says, "I go, yeah, we all agree, Terry Greg. Really yeah. right. That's, it, it, that's a very good point. <laughs> no one should be allowed to go on holiday in, in February, March, and April. It's not. It's not good. Um, but yeah, so obviously that's going to be a great game next week. We're looking forward to that. Of course, we are. It is going to be. Um, it's going to be. So I just thought that if, if Bamar's on holiday next week and Andreas is flying over to England, I'm going to be on my own on the show. On my own. <laughs> You have to, yeah, you have to send me some videos and stuff. So we'll, oh, we'll, we'll send you some videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Video. So we'll do it. We'll still do a show. Don't worry about it. It'll still be a good show. Um, we'll just have videos instead. So that'd be good. Um, but anyway, we'll worry about that next week. For the time being, um, we we can just um, not worry about. Uh, we've got a week off from stressing. A weekend off stressing about the uh, women's team. Well, no, I've actually got some women's football to watch this weekend because on Sunday I am going to see the Newcastle women. They are playing against Portsmouth. It's a semi-final of the um, National League Cup. So oh, it's basically the yeah. sort of third tier. They're all the teams in the third tier of women's football <coughs> are all in a big competition together. Now, as it turns out, Newcastle are top of the Northern Premier League division oh, yeah. and Portsmouth are top of the Southern Premier League division. And if it finished like that, they would both be promoted to the championship. So this is a game yeah. that would actually be a championship fixture next season, potentially. Um, mm -hmm. So... They're two informed teams. I've only lost one game each all season in the league. So it's going to be a good game, actually. I know it's it's third-tier women's football, so the, the standard and the quality isn't as good. We've watched Newcastle women before, and it, it's great. It's at St. James's Park as well. Uh, they're expecting 35,000 or more uh, fans there as well. That, incredible. You know, for a, for a Tier 3 league, uh, league Cup game, amazing crowd. Incredible, yeah. really. 
That's um, good. That's it does go to show, doesn't it, that women's football now really is, you know, I say, Joey Barton, we mentioned him before, you know, he can't believe that we, we, people want to, he played for Newcastle, he knows what Newcastle's like as a football city, and they're coming out to support their women's team, it's going to be great. So we're going to be there on Sunday for that. So cares, cool. the way, so no, um, I don't know, just, just quickly, I thought I'd bring it up quickly, did you see his tweet the other day, he says, I paid my Sky Sports subscription, I didn't pay for it to watch cosplay. And I like why? Why if you, if you paid the subscription, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. go cancel your subscription. But he's asking, he's saying you have to watch it. Just just stick to what you know. You know, you, no nobody cares. Your views are outdated. Yeah. You, you exactly. live almost his his views outdate. They're so prehistoric in many ways that they outdate the dinosaurs for goodness sake. So yeah, but he can he can think what he like he likes. But yeah, he's 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 out of touch and he's not with it. For and uh, quite frankly, we'll all be better off. I just blocked him on Twitter last week, and um, I won't be. I'm blocking him again anytime soon. So we're just better off just ignoring him. I mean, to, to, to be fair, he, he, that point is absolutely right because just because you don't like watching something doesn't mean yeah. it should be exactly. stopped for everybody. Exactly. Just don't watch it. No one's forcing you to watch it. If you don't no, like women's football, that's fair enough. I, I don't, I'm, I personally can't understand why people don't like women's football, but that's because I enjoy it and that's fair enough. But the fact is that if, if you don't enjoy watching it, don't watch it. You know, there's loads yeah, of things on. I, mean, I don't subscribe to Sky anyway, but Sky cover lots of different sports, don't they? From they darts do. to you know sailing and all kinds of stuff, right? And yeah. most people don't watch any of it. Most people only subscribe to Sky for the football. If if, if Sky didn't have football on, they'd lose pretty much 99 percent of their subscriptions, wouldn't they? Because that's all people subscribe to it for. They don't watch it for any other sport, even though they cover loads of sports, don't they? Um, so if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. We, no, no one might. You don't have no. to watch it. No one's forcing you to. And no. if you don't watch it or you don't like it, then your opinion on it isn't really that important, is it, anyway? Really I mean, right. I, I, wouldn't, I won't block Joey Bart for the simple fact is that I actually enjoy some of the things that he says. Really some of the things right. he says I don't like, obviously, but I, I think everyone's entitled to an opinion. That's fair enough. But he, he does come out with some absolute nonsense, let's be honest, um, yeah. particularly when it comes to women's football. And, you know, yeah, cancel your subscription in, Joey. I'm sure they, they won't mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But you won't. You won't cancel your subscription because you want to watch the men's games, don't you? So you won't cancel it. So <laughs> exactly. exactly. Don't talk absolute nonsense. Uh, Greg yeah. says, yeah, women's football is more entertaining yeah, than men's. Exactly. That's, that's the point. It 100% is. <laughs> it 100% is. There's no question. Whether or not you think it's better in terms of quality, whether you think it's faster and more physical, no, it probably isn't any of those things. Is it more entertaining? That's the question you should be asking. Is it more entertaining? I think it is. For me, it's men's football without the bad bits of men's football, which is most of it these days, unfortunately. Um, and that's what we're left with. You're left with the best bits. What's there not to like, personally? I, I, I can't figure it out, really. But it's right, isn't it? I mean, Andreas, obviously you watch men's football as well, don't you? You know, is women's football more entertaining, do you think? Even if it's not better in a physical sense, it's more entertaining, isn't it, surely? It's more entertaining. It's more the, uh, the pure football we, uh, we all fell in love 20, 30 years ago. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. This is the football I remember, and uh, the men's football is. Uh, it's. <clears throat> I sometimes say it's millionaires uh, uh, doing uh, doing their business, but not not doing sports or playing football. And uh, yeah, it's it's too many acting, and uh, of course it's more physical. But and and women's football is a bit slower, but uh, it's technical and technically and tactically. It's uh, on top level, and the audience is growing. Uh, I had two <coughs> interesting episodes uh, last weekend. Uh, on Sunday, I went to a pub uh, near in uh, Baker Street, 
And the waitress, of course, she recognized that I'm an Arsenal fan because we're an Arsenal jacket and scarf. And, so, and she said, oh, Arsenal is my favorite uh, club too. I'm watching the women's game. Uh, last week I saw West Ham and I thought, oh, yes, uh, yesterday I was at the Emirates, you know, sold out Emirates against you. Oh, she's watching uh, the games if she's not working. And we talked about Arsenal women and uh, in a pub somewhere in, in Baker Street. Just fantastic. And I told her that we make every Friday this live show. Uh, she she uh, she went uh, and and took her uh, mobile and then she she went on our channel and she said okay uh, if I'm not working on, on a Friday evening I'll watch the show it's just fantastic and when I was in the tube uh, on Saturday to the match uh, a lady was sitting near me and she was looking at me <laughs> she also wear a red shirt Arsenal shirt and uh, I thought uh, okay I said hello. So we're uh, going to Arsenal, and she said, you're Andreas, aren't you? <laughs> so, yeah, that was amazing. You told me that story. Yes, you told me that. That was brilliant. It's, it's, watching our show. Uh, yeah. it's just fantastic to see how our, our small show is growing and, and the audience for the women's football is growing. Yeah. Just fantastic. And and for me, coming to, to another country <laughs> as yeah. a German, coming to England and being recognized in the tube, <laughs> what do you expect more? <laughs> <laughs> You're like a celebrity, aren't you? You're like a, you're like a celebrity yeah. now. Well, they watch our, they watch our show. They they said they said they've listened to your request to say, oh, if you see him, hi, and they, they see you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If the first one yeah, wants yeah. a selfie with me, then I should start to to print autograph cards or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. You should get a photo. Yeah. You just get photos and give them out to people. That's what you need to do. That would be that would be brilliant. That um, fantastic. Well, what great stuff. See, and it just goes to show, doesn't it, that you know, one, how much football. Can bring people together, which is what it should be about, shouldn't it? At the end of the day, um, and it's great that you know. And, and you're right, you know, our, our little show here that we've been we've been doing what three or four years now is, you know, people are starting to uh, to take notice, maybe, and and you know, recognize recognize you guys when you're out and about, which is great, isn't it? Um, so yeah, that, that's all good stuff. Uh, Greg says there, Lotta has come on. She has Lotta has come on for England, guys. Oh, Lotta's on at yeah. half time. Lots out, Wogan Moy is on. Unfortunately, yeah. um, Lauren James is on as well, but we'll kind of you know, <laughs> over that. Um, Lotta's on, that's the most important thing. Yeah, she's, she's got on, 45 minutes here, Lotta, to really make a claim, hasn't she? Improve how good she is and show that she deserves more minutes. So, you know, we maybe see Serena's watched her show earlier. She watched her saying, <laughs> Why isn't Lotta playing? She brings her on at half time. See, we tell young men to make changes to the team, he makes changes to the team. You know, Andreas is sitting on the tube. People come up to him and say, you're Andreas, aren't you? You know what I mean? We, we are getting noticed what, in high places. We are getting noticed in high places. Um, uh, this is good. This is good stuff. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's all good, isn't it? But yeah, so, you know, if, if um, you know, next next week, obviously the Emirates again, if, if you see Andreas knocking around on the underground or in the pub or wherever it is, uh, you yes. know, definitely say hello because, um, you know, why not? You might get a mention on the show like they, that you just did there, um, which is good, isn't it? Uh, Terry says, can we come to the wedding, Andreas? <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's a bit early. I think it's a bit early to talk about weddings, Terry. Oh, um, but yeah, anyway, so lots of movement is on anyway for England, which is great news, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So suddenly Serena's just gone up in my estimations now. I was a little bit upset with her before, but now um, we, we, we're back in love with Serena again. We're bringing a lot of on, so good stuff. Um, <clears throat> 
And it is still 3-1 to England, by the way, just in case uh, you're wondering what score was. It is still 3-1. Um, so, yeah, that's good, isn't it? Um, right, OK. Now, of course, um, what we've got before we finish today is we've got a very special moment. We have got another brilliant question coming up from Andreas, of course. He's been working hard well, on these. When he's not when he's not international jet-setting around the world, he's <laughs> doing something for us for a while. Yes, this is going to be good. We are sure it's going to be good. So, Andreas, let us hear this fantastic. Your last question was great. Let's, let's, let's see if this one can live up for the okay, yeah, Let's see. It was hat tricks to 28. You're ready, papers and pencil. Well, I've got my finger card and I've got a pen, Bob. We're talking a lot about goalkeepers and goalkeeper situations. Okay. So, uh, okay. the question is uh, how many goalkeepers uh, started for Arsenal? In a competitive match since uh, oh. season 2009 10. 2009, yeah. Oh. Uh, how many, how many uh, featured for Arsenal? Uh, and of course, name them. And uh, how many uh, were only uh, bench or squad players? And if you, you could name, name the bench or squad players as well. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you can name. Can name those uh, who, who featured in a competitive match. That would be enough. Yeah. And uh, start start with the with the latest ones. That makes makes it easier. Well, obviously, Go. Manu, Manu. Yeah, Sabrina D'Angelo, Lydia Williams, Lydia Williams. Yes. Wasn't was there wasn't there a Sorry Van Vedendal? Yes. Yeah. Sorry Van Vedendal. Um. Oh, those are the youth goalkeepers. I would have started in the. Conti Carp. Uh, wasn't there one who went on loan somewhere recently? I can't remember who it was yeah, now. He's injured now. Yeah. Injured. Oh, and Anna, Anna Morehouse. Oh, that's correct, but that, that's longer no, ago. I remember Anna Morehouse. Yeah, it's correct. Um, which other keepers would we have had? Oh, that's hard. Wow, this is tough, man. I'll tell you why it's hard, because goalkeepers, uh, unless they make horrendous mistakes, you don't tend to remember them too much, do you? They, they're just a player that's in the part of the team. It's the, it's all the oh, other players true. that you remember more, don't oh, you? Oh, Pauline, Pauline. Pauline. Yes, Pauline Peromania. Pauline Peromanian. Um, yes, sorry. Yeah. Anna Morehouse. Who else would there have been? Uh, Manu, oh, yeah. Sabrina. Um, what countries are we looking at? England, England youth goalkeeper, somewhere maybe a youth goalkeeper who's not been used. Yeah, we... oh, yeah, LG's got one. That's the one I was thinking of. Emma Byrne, of course, Emma Byrne. Yeah, of course, Emma Byrne. Emma, it's not Emma right. Bruyne, it's not Emma De Bruyne. Huh? <laughs> Emma De yeah, Bruyne. No, we, know, we know what he meant. We know he meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. um, from the current squad, we have a goalkeeper from the USA. She was out on loan uh, to her ACL. Oh, yes, Mar Marquise. Yeah, oh, yeah Marquise. Of course, yeah. Marquise. How can I forget Marquise? Oh. Yes, of course, yeah. Um, Country, that was so a good you. one, yeah. I forgot about her. And then we, we had a young, a young goalkeeper from Man City who was uh, on loan and back, uh, and she's now, I think, at Sheffield. She's still On loan from Man City? Yeah, she's playing for the U23 currently. Man City? Not yeah. Robo. Oh, yeah, not he's come up with another one as well, Fran Stenson. Yeah, Fran Stenson, that's the one, Fran yeah. Stenson. Yeah. Of 
Ooh, I was thinking Frank. of Reading. I knew we had a goalkeeper who went to Reading. That was Frank Stenson went to Reading, didn't she? I don't think that was the one that played for City. She she came no, no. from Frank Stenson went to Reading, didn't she? Yeah, mm. but she she originally came from Man City. I mean, in 2018 okay. or so. Yeah. Oh, oh I didn't realize. My memory's not great. If I'm being honest, no. for three or four years was out alone all the time. Now she's. Are playing for Sheffield and she's in the U23 national team. But oh. she, how many how many have we got so far and how many are they all together? Can you tell us how many more we still got going? Yeah, There'll be quite a few, I would imagine. We've probably got about ten of them. Four four still missing. Four? Only four. Only four. Yes. Now you've got nine and now you've got four. nine and there's still four. Mm. But oh, uh, these names. Uh, what countries are we looking at? I, don't, I, I wouldn't have said Lydia Williams, didn't you? So Lydia Williams, Manu, Sabrina, Fran, who else did we say? Sari, Caitlin. We also said uh, Pauline Perumanian. Mm. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of countries. What other countries could there uh, Becky Spencer. Becky Spencer? Yes. Becky oh, Spencer. Yes. Becky Spencer. Oh, yes. I don't remember Becky Spencer. When did Becky Spencer play goal for Arsenal? That's a long time ago. Very long time must, ago. That must have been... Oh, yeah, that would yeah, have been a long time ago. 13. Okay, so that was 2006 to 2011, Richard. <laughs> was it? 2012, 2012, 2012 and 2015. How many games did she play? 2010 and 2013. She didn't play a single game. I was going to say, I don't remember playing too many games. Yeah, um, unused substitutes as well. Yeah, it's been an unused substitute. Yeah, I mean, you know, overall, in the whole Arsenal career across six seasons, he played only 10 times. Well, there you go. No wonder we didn't remember her. I didn't, there was that one. I don't think she ever played for the first in that Hermione Carl, who's at London City Lionesses now. She never Hermione actually played. Cole. She was on the bench for us. I don't know if that's on your list. Hermione Cole? Yeah. She she was on the bench for the first team maybe twice I remember. Um, yeah, she never came joined, on. Or played. Yeah. Play I think she's at line yeah. under City Lioness is now, isn't she? I think she was there. I think she's their number two goalkeeper or something. So we've got um, three more. Still, are you saying we've got three more, Andreas? Uh, yes, three more names. I wouldn't have known that that they were goalkeepers for Arsenal. This I think this is going back. This must be going back to like early twenty ten. Yeah, yeah, these will be the early ones. I'm trying to think who played. Who was a? I mean, obviously, Emma Burn was Burnham. the main goalkeeper back then, weren't she? She was like the first choice. It would, would have been the goalkeepers that were like second choice under Emma Burn all those years, probably. Maybe you know the name Siobhan Chamberlain. Oh, Siobhan Chamberlain. Yes, Siobhan Chamberlain. Yes, Yes, of course, I do remember her. You mentioned it. Yeah, she she didn't play that many games though, did she? She was like the, the sub goalkeeper, weren't she mainly? Yeah, but but she played in uh, in the FA Cup and uh, and in the WSL. I don't know how many matches she played, but uh, yeah, two many, matches for us, which was on loan. She played two. She 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 joined. Uh, she was signed a two-year contract from Bristol, but she was on loan to uh, Notts County. Only played twice ever for Arsenal. Yeah, I didn't think it was many games. I do remember actually. Now you mentioned her on the bench and stuff. I can't. I don't remember her playing. 
but obviously she played a couple of times. Becky Spencer, Emma Byrne, Siobhan Chamberlain. Oh God, I'm trying to think. I can't think. But other countries, they can't be. Can't be. It's got to be England. I'm thinking, but I can't think of any foreign goalkeeper. No, two English. Not so well, my lady. Then, by the way. But I will be my lady's lady scored for England, but not quite. She couldn't quite get a, get a shot away. Are the, are the goalkeepers both English? Both English, yes. In 2013, they played. 2013. Oh, my God. <laughs> a long, such a long time ago. I, don't, I was at uni. I don't even remember that. Oh, Are they still playing now or are they retired? Would we go to tell? No, I don't. You were a little schoolboy then. I was at uni. <laughs> <laughs> they'll probably retire, yeah. but that was, that's what 11 years ago. They'll probably be retired now, won't they? Or they'll be they'll probably retired at the very end of their career, I suppose. Oh, oh, I don't know. Uh, who is looking at? I can't give you the name Sophie Harris and Cherry Rowlands. Wow, okay, I'll never get those. <laughs> uh, can't say those names ring a bell, particularly. They Sophie kind of play many games between them, they kind of play many games, can Sophie they? Harris. Those two, I wouldn't have thought. Well, Sophie Harris is still very much active, yeah. She played one game in 2012. She had a shoulder injury and ultimately her mother, sadly, she lost her mother and never played for Arsenal again. Okay. <laughs> and who was the other one did you see? Uh, uh, Rollins. Rollins. Rollins, yes. 2013. The What's the first Cherry. name? Cherry. Cherry. Cherry Mm -hmm. I can't say I've ever that, that name doesn't ring a bell at all. I've got to be honest, no. it does not ring a bell at all. Oh, Cherie Rowland, she, yeah, she plays. I think she played now. one game or something like that, didn't she? At least two. Apparently, she, yeah, she played. Uh, she knows she's not Barnet, apparently. She played, yeah, she lasted one one year off. I don't know, but I've never got those. No, never shall. No, no I've never heard of that. So I'm guessing she played a very few games. Um, Elgin's got an interesting story. It says, I once heard Becky Spencer used to work at the Arsenal men's laundry room to supplement her football yeah. income while she was still at Arsenal. There you go, you see. That that just goes to show, doesn't it, how women's football's changing. You know, that they had to work and stuff. I mean, you know, now they're full-time professionals, aren't they? They don't need another job. They always used to have to, didn't they? Um Greg says uh, Angela Banks did as well uh, score 133 goals in 143 <laughs> games. Angela Banks, a goalkeeper? What? Who's Angela Banks? <laughs> Got 133 <laughs> goals in 143 matches. Wow, she she sounds amazing, whoever she is. Angela Banks. Angela she Banks. played for Arsenal. She's going to play for Arsenal. Yeah, she did. She, yeah, did. she did. She did. She did. She did. It's a former year. She actually she played in Arsenal Angela from 99. 1999 to 2005. Oh, okay. <laughs> she scored 42 goals and won the treble. And then, yeah, apparently, I don't know. But yeah, she said she scored 42 goals in in the 2000-2001 season. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. So, I, I can't remember that far back. So, these were three, 13 uh, goalkeepers that uh, featured in a competitive oh, match? There you go. Oh. We've got nine of them. The other four we've, we've never heard of, so... <laughs> Then uh, that were only bench or squad players. But, uh, I'll give you the names because I I haven't heard these names before. And Nicole Adams, Holly Augustus, Hermine Cole, Emma Gibson. Yeah, you said Hermine Cole. You said Hermine Cole. You said her. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. Sarah Quantrill, Cian Rogers, Lucy Thomas. 
and uh, from the current squad, Naomi Williams and Sarah Boadi. Uh, oh, okay, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. In a match only on the bench. So that's it. 13 played and 10 only on the bench nice. or squad. That's it. Wow. Nice. That is amazing. That is incredible. That, what, what a great... Uh, no one would ever have got all of them, I wouldn't have thought. I don't think anyone would have got all of them names because some of them, yeah. most of them probably never heard of. Um, Greg says there, she was the first Arsenal player to score in Europe. Angela Banks was. Was she really? Okay, yeah, well, that's right. There you go. She's not a relative of yours, is she, Greg? You seem to know a lot about her. We've never heard of her. <laughs> but um, anyway... Um, so, yes, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is, I suppose. But that was a great question, by the way. That was brilliant. I love that. <laughs> They're the sort of questions that I that I really love. I, I love them when you've got a, like, list list of players or list of things like that, like a hat-trick one. So I love those sort of questions, really, because it makes you think, doesn't it, of all these. I hope you made a good point there. Uh, you forgot Mary Earps. Yeah, we forgot about Mary Earps. She'll yeah, be yeah. next on the list, won't she? She'll be next on the list. She probably played for Arsenal before that Sarah, what's her face, does Bugatti. Oh, we just, hang on, hang on two seconds, hang on two seconds, hang on two seconds. And it's the third Arsenal goal, it's the third Arsenal goal for the Lionesses. Russo scored again, see? Maybe yeah. we write what Elgin said, she scores a lot of goals for the Lionesses and doesn't <laughs> seem to score too many for Arsenal. Oh. Anyway, she's got, took that goal well. One-on-one uh, -on -one with a keeper, slotted it away, and it's a very good mistake at the back from Austria, to be fair. They gave the ball away. Um, she wasn't offside, as you say it there, and one-on-one -on -one with a keeper, and lovely little finish. Uh, clips it into the corner, past Sinsberger, who didn't really move, which is not a surprise, is it? It's <laughs> kind of what she does. What she does best, stand still and watches the ball go past her. She's done it again. Terry yeah. um, says, Russo, then it is 4-1. Um, Neve Charles has just gone off and Jess Carter has come on. So, so a Chelsea player replacing a Chelsea player, which is always nice, isn't it? That we like to see things like that. Don't we? And it looks like Russo's not going to get a hat-trick because she's going off as well. So Alessia Russo's going off. Rachel Daly's coming on for the Lionesses. And it looks as though Jess Park's coming on as well. Oh, I thought I had a good game um, for Man City against us and against them. Um, He's a very, uh, very good player as well. well he's, he's a good little player. And she's coming on as well. But Rachel Daly's now coming on. Um and there's some more, yeah, there's another change there. And Austria making a couple of changes as well now. There's 4 1 to England anyway, and three of the goals have been scored by Arsenal players, which is nice, isn't it? Two for Russo, one for Beth Mead, and it was Grace Clinton got the other one. And Zinsberg has let them all in, though, which is a little bit worrying. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Although she couldn't do a lot about a couple of them, I think. But anyway, uh, Greg says the scores that gets taken off must be decided, especially when you're on a hat trick as well. It's not so bad if you score one goal and you get taken. When you've just scored a second goal, so you're on a hat trick, you haven't even got the opportunity to stay on a pitch to try and get your hat trick for 10 minutes. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? But anyway, um, I'm sure she'll play a part in the game on a Tuesday night as well against Italy. But anyway, we'll see. But yeah, so uh, Russo 2 and Beth Mead 1. What a night it's been for the England, um, the Arsenal Lionesses, sorry, um, tonight. And a lot of Ruben Moyes playing 45 minutes as well, guys. That is great news, isn't it? Yeah. Which we've been desperate to see, haven't we? So that's really good, isn't it? Um, Grace Clinton, it was that went off for Jess Park as well, just to clear up that other substitution as well. Um, and yeah, England look as though we're going to be winning this game a little bit more comfortably than we beat Austria in the Euros, of course. If you remember the opening game, it was 1 0, and we struggled a little bit, didn't we? Um, and, um, you know, we, we won the game, but it was a bit of a struggle, wasn't it? LG says Austria is not North Macedonia. It's quite a decent team with players playing for the top teams in the Frauen Bundesliga. 
So do not discredit Russo. Oh, no, I'm not discrediting Russo. She's she scored two good goals. Two goals in sort of inside the penalty area as well. One was a, a rebound, wasn't it, from Beth Mead's shot inside the six-yard box, which is a great striker's goal. And then that one there was a, a one-on-one, slotted it in. Um, but again, you know, we're not discrediting Austria, but we are discrediting Austria's goalkeeper slightly because, you know, she's not great, let's be honest, at the moment, is she? Poirot's in for We do love her, but she's just not at her best, is she? Um Greg says, yeah, Zin's at her best. Yeah, she was at her best. Well, she's standing still watching the ball fly past her. As I said, that's that's a trademark. Um, that's a party trick, isn't it? You know, you know when you when you meet new people and you're like, oh, you know, what, what, what's what's your special trick? You say, well, you can, like, some people can, you know, juggle and stuff like that. And Manu Zinsberger says, oh, I can just stand still and watch the ball fly past me. Then, yeah, it's great. I do it all the time. Um, and she just done it again tonight. But anyway, um, let's not worry too much about that. It's been a good night for the Arsenal Lionesses anyway. We are Lionesses yeah. before. Well, which is great to see. And hopefully they might get a few more goals before um, the end of that game, which will be nice, won't it? So, but anyway, we'll worry. Uh, we'll maybe watch the end of this uh, later on when uh, when we finish here. And maybe a lot of Uber Moy might get a goal as well, just to complete the set. <laughs> yeah. All the Arsenal players scoring in one game for him, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, so we'll see. But anyway, um, so that is uh, another Arsenal women's show over with. It is um, the weekend can now officially start. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a good weekend because tomorrow night we are here, of course, Arsenal playing Newcastle in the Premier League. Um, it's a little bit of a, um, it's a little bit of a domestic at home here because obviously Paul is a Newcastle fan, so that's <laughs> going to be fun. Um, and I'm, I'm taking her to the Newcastle women's game on Sunday because I know she's going to be cheering up after Arsenal smash six goals past Newcastle tomorrow night. <laughs> Um, so join us for that because it's going to be quite funny to see Paula crying as as Arsenal score goal after goal tomorrow. So it's going to be good. Well, let's see. You don't want to miss that. So that's going to be good. So join us quarter to eight. We'll be here for that one. That's going to be a bit of fun. And of course, on Sunday, we'll be doing some videos from the women's game at Newcastle. So that'd be good as well. So don't forget to look out for that on the channel as well. Um, so still stuff going on. It's going to be good. And of course, next Friday, we will be back, won't we, with uh, our normal show here. Well, it won't be a normal show because it'll be me. Plus a few videos, video links of Andreas and Amar and you guys as well. Um, LG says, yeah, I'm glad we don't have the Austrian goalkeeper in our team. <laughs> yeah, imagine, imagine, having, imagine having that goalkeeper in our team. Mate. Imagine how, how bad that would be. But anyway, no, we love her really, don't we? We do love her really. Don't we? Um, yeah, she's maybe not quite... Um, the goalkeeper she once was, let's put it that way, shall we say. Um, and I think that... Um, Sabrina didn't do too badly, did she, at the weekend? So, you know, we'll... No, we'll keep very, well. very well. I think that goal we conceded, to be fair, it did come after that big, long delay, didn't it, for that injury to Steph Catley um, when she took one for the team, didn't she? What a brand new... Well, threw her head at it, didn't she? And it was after that injury delay where uh, we conceded that goal almost straight after. And I think it was a concentration issue, which, yes, isn't great and you, you can't afford to do that. But when you're 3-0 up in stoppage time... In the circumstances, we can forgive them for that. But, um, but yeah, Sabrina played well. I thought she looked decent. So maybe it's her time when she comes back from the um, from the cup. She might play a bit more regular again. We'll see. Um, anyway, so if the weekend is here, we can enjoy a weekend. Arsenal going to win tomorrow, which we know is going to be good. And we're watching the women on Sunday, so that's going to be good. And then, um, yeah, we're going to be back here next Friday with uh, all the. We'll look forward to that North London derby, which is going to be. A great game, isn't it? As it always is. Another sellout, maybe at the Emirates. That'd be good. Two games in a row sold out at the Emirates. Wouldn't that be something special? Amazing, really. Uh, oh, we just scored again, have we? Oh, it's disallowed. It was disallowed. Oh, wow. Again, Manu watched the ball go over her head into the net, but it was offside, so we'll let her off. Um, oh, it was a handball, maybe, actually, in the build up to that. 
Not sure who scored it, actually. I think it might have been Maya Leticia. Anyway, it didn't count. So there you go. Um, Greg says, next home game, 5-0 win. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. It was 4-0 <laughs> last season, wasn't it, when we played Tottenham at the Emirates? So let's hope we can score five this time. That would be good. We shall see. Anyway, Andreas, good to see you again. I know you, we, you know it's it's unusual to make an appearance here because you're so busy flying all over the world. It's nice that you managed to pop in and give us some time tonight. <laughs> and we know you won't see you next week either, which is a shame. But by the way, your, your blog from the uh, Man United game was brilliant again. Another brilliant vlog. We enjoy watching that. Fantastic yeah, stuff. We look forward to next week's one as well. You enjoying doing them as well? Yeah. Thanks for having me in the show and, and and for contributing to your channel. I like to film these vlogs and uh, if uh, if people like to see this the the atmosphere around the stadium, that's great for me. I I will continue doing it next week. And of course, I enjoyed the show. Great discussion as always. And uh, yeah. Nice, nice doing the, the, the pub quiz question again. Nah. <laughs> it's been a while since I did. I don't even remember what my last one was. <laughs> you have you to, to make a good one next time, then, am I, won't you? Next time definitely, next time, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've had some good ones in the past, but Andres has trumped me one or two to a dose, so, yeah, that's good. No, no, it's all good. I like them all, actually. It's, it's good fun. It gets us thinking on a, on a Friday night, which is what it's all about, isn't it? Um, and I'm like, well, look, we're not going to see you next week, either, are we? Because, you know, you, you know, we're talking about Andreas being, uh, you know, jet-setting all over the world. You'll be coming a new jet-setter, aren't you? Two holidays in two months, you know what I mean? You're, it's it's mad, really. But anyway, I'm sure oh, you'll have a great time. Oh, we've we'll scored again. We haven't. It's disallowed. It's disallowed. <laughs> oh, yeah, scored. Just can't have scored. Just can't have scored for England, by the way. It's 5-1. Oh, okay. like she might have been offside, but she wasn't. Um, nah, anyway, let's yeah, see. I'll be good. I'll try, I'll try to follow the game from abroad. And yeah, I'll send my videos in and what we think. And yeah, no, it'll be good. Uh, two games look forward to whilst them away. Hopefully, we can get to our League Cup final and defend it again. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But no, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's a bit of quiet. It's good that the girls have uh, time off. Hopefully, no one gets injured. And yeah, we can uh, see more performances similar to what we did last week. So no, it'll be good. Oh, by the way, right, Jess Carter has just nicked Lotta Wubermoy's goal. Lotta Wubermoy <laughs> had a head from a corner, which was going in, and Jess Carter's flicked it uh, in and nicked her goal off her. So, cheers, Jess Carter. It's nice of you, isn't it? So, Lotta Wubermoy's got, technically going to get an assist anyway. But, um, apparently, it was a back heel. Apparently, it was a back heel. Yeah, it's quite a cheeky little finish, actually. And she uh, wasn't offside either, but... Um, it should have been Lotta Wubermoy's goal because she headed it in. It was going in, I think. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's a goal and Lotta's got an assist, which is good, isn't it? And um, Jess Carter's got the goal. So it is 5-1 to England anyway, which is uh, which is nice, isn't it? Um, so that is, as we say, the Arsenal Women's Show. Join us tomorrow because that is going to be fun, isn't it? Tomorrow night, Arsenal versus Newcastle. It's always a big game in our household when Arsenal play Newcastle. Mm -hmm. got revenge, haven't we, for that? Terrible game I went to at St James's Park when they beat us earlier in the season, which was awful. Wasn't you it? were there. Were you were there for that game? I was there for that game. Yeah. It was oh, that was a VAR rubbish and all that. Yeah, of course. It was. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's always horrible losing to Newcastle at the best of times. But actually, they haven't scored at the Emirates since 2014. Last time they scored oh, at the true? Emirates, 2014. Wow. So. You know, I think it's eight clean sheets in a row we've had at home against Newcastle. So, no doubt they'll score three goals tomorrow now, I've said that. But anyway, um, it's always nice beating them, isn't it? So, we look forward to that tomorrow. So, join me at quarter to eight for uh, the big game tomorrow night. And then I say, look out for uh, the little vlog on Sunday from St. James's Park, the Newcastle women, which is going to be good as well. And, of course, we'll be back next Friday. Well, I'll be back next Friday with some videos and you guys as well. It's going to be good. So, join us for all of that. So, thanks for watching tonight. Don't forget to give us a like. 
And yeah. don't forget to um, like and subscribe and all that kind of stuff as well. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Greg says, don't worry, Rich. The chat will stay faithful. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you will. I look forward to you guys next week as well. We'll have fun, won't we? We'll all have fun like we always do. Um, it'll be good. Um, so join us for that. I say join us tomorrow because that is going to be that is going to be fun tomorrow night. Like the Newcastle game. We're going to have some fun with that, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks to Andreas, of course, as always, uh, making a, a rare appearance in the studio this week. But you know he's, he's going to be away again next week, and Amar as well, going off on holiday. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's good. Yeah, I'm sure you'll have a great time. As uh, so well, see you tomorrow. Stay uh, stay tuned for that. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks to you guys for watching. Come on, you gunners. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. See you later, guys. Stay yeah. easy. Yeah.